Chris, Asaf, friends Hello. with us. Hello, live hey. and on the recording. Live. We have the wisdom yeah. of Kabbalah that found us after all these thousands of years, thank God, hidden yeah. away yeah. for a long time. And it's being revealed in our generation. There are no limitations on who can approach this anymore. We here at The Great Transition are talking about what's going on in life in 2022 through this eternal prism that the wisdom of Kabbalah, this, this new perception of reality, uh, that the, actually the world kind of stays as it is and our perception of reality changes and then the world that we see mm. changes. So welcome to our show where that's what we're talking about. We love seeing your comments. We love seeing you here with us. We love reading the comments throughout the week for anyone who's watching the recording. So welcome to our Thursday afternoon Eastern time show. Guys, very nice. I was in this incredible city. You may have heard of it. It's called New York. I go there oh. a lot for work. Yes, used to be used probably, to yeah, be probably. a big deal. <laughs> it's still incredible. <laughs> big deal. Right, well, exactly. So uh, a lot has changed. Before COVID, I used to go, uh, had to work there a lot more. During COVID, I stopped completely. Because so I've been going back like once a week or so now. Why? Because you yeah. wanted to or just because I had you... to see people, you know, like there's a time where nobody wanted to see anybody. Everybody was working for home, whatever. Now, you know, if you don't see people from time to time, they, they think you don't exist. Right. Um, mm. Right. So um, I was walking to see a client uh, in an area that's really well known for upscale retail, jewelry, clothing, things for the home, beauty salons, like a... Like a very nice uh, neighborhood on the Upper East Side of New York. Parking now in New York is totally terrible. I didn't solve why. I can't figure it out. I think probably a lot less people on public transportation, like tons of people. Mm. I haven't been down there, so I don't know. Uh, but tons of people used to take the trains in every morning from Jersey, from Connecticut, from the boroughs, take the buses in. I, I think a lot more people must be driving their own cars now. Maybe it's... Uh, more sanitary to travel in your own car. I don't know why. I'm not clear about why, but there's so much more traffic. So getting around the city is terrible. Parking mm. is super difficult. It's expensive. So I had to park about 15 blocks from where my meeting was going to be. Oh, so I ended 15 up walking. blocks. It's not for the extra, layperson. What is that like? Thirty-minute walk. So parking in New York uh, is basically either it's either expensive or annoying. Choose choose what yeah, <laughs> choose right. your destiny. But I thought I'm constantly justifying everything to make it good so i was like all right well i'll get some steps in today instead of sitting on my ass in front of my computer or in front of my uh my steering wheel i'll get to walk so i was like okay this is this is gonna be good it was a sunny day uh i passed beautiful people and beautiful shops and gorgeous buildings and all these things people sitting in front of the coffee shop chatting the, the people spilling out of the coffee shop having sandwiches and coffee on the street you know, over here is a giant crane. Actually, the guy operating the crane, they have huge cranes to move things when they're working on buildings. The guy operating a crane is wearing a cowboy hat. I'm like, oh, that's cute. You know, he's <laughs> operating like this huge machinery. He feels like a cowboy there in the middle of the so city. So observant that day. Yeah. I, I, anyway, there's people walking, you know, women walking with their yoga mats. And uh, it's like, it seems like it's happening, you know. But if you look kind of to this side or this side as you're walking, had to be like 30% of the storefronts are vacant. This is Madison mm. Avenue between in the 60s to the 70s. 60s, 61, 62, all the streets up between the 60s and 70s. 
sometimes an entire block. So the ground floor in New York and most of these buildings is retail stores and then up and then all the stories above it is apartments typically or offices. Mm-hmm. This neighborhood is mostly apartments. So the ground floor, mm-hmm. you're walking. It's usually was before I guess luxury this, I don't know what, what, what. It's like a very kind of upscale neighborhood. Empty, 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 empty. Sometimes a- empty block. as in uh, this is Nothing for rent. Vacant. This is to you can you can yeah. buy for rent for lease exactly. Um, I felt between these two, you know, here's a coffee shop. Here's one block where stuff is happening, and there's construction, and the, this is, and then you walk another block, and it's just like totally vacant. I felt like not not like sick, but like nauseous and kind of dizzy. I know what you mean, like a bad so vibe. disorienting. I was yeah. so disoriented by this, so, so much like cognitive so, dissonance. So like, to, to that area just, in New York, it feels very dystopian. Not just that for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Everyone else seemed to be pretty normal. I know that other people <laughs> have to be, you know, in a, you know, wonder what's going on. But not just that neighborhood. But that neighborhood, it was, it was really clear. There's many neighborhoods where it's vacant, vacant, vacant. Um, and it's, it's weird because... It's like something's happening, but there it's just we're acting like something uh totally everything is totally normal hmm. Hmm. you ever you ever here's a fun one you ever been driving somewhere maybe you're going to like a conference for the weekend maybe you're going to like visit a relative and you have to be in the car for a couple hours you're like an hour out on your trip you're eating something like oh it like something falls like a piece of the chocolate bar falls you're like yeah, oh, crap. you're trying to like grab it and you're like, story, oh, story of it's my like life. On, yeah, it's like it's on my pants and it's on the car seat. So now yeah. I'm driving. Okay, I'm like managing the driving and I know I have the chocolate in my hand. I notice there's chocolate <laughs> on my pants in the car seat. And wait, is it it's, still a hopeful situation? Like, can I still salvage no, in, the uh, you can you can you try and scrape some of it off, but some of what is it? What is it? Is it a milkshake? Just is a it melting. A, no, no, it's like a chocolate. It could be. Yeah, it's like right. a melting chocolate bar. Let's say, okay. Okay. Part of All it right. is in your pants, and part of it's in the seat. It's happening. Stain for the rest oh, no. of the day for sure. Oh no. 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah. But you're driving. Oh, Listen, no. you're an hour from home. You yeah. An hour to go. You're on the highway. There's nothing to do about it now. Mm-hmm. So there's like you just make peace. <laughs> Like, I'm just, you know, it is what it is. And not only that, you have the chocolate bar still in your hand. Okay. So it'd be a shame. Are you, you mad at thro- Are you mad at You got to throw it out. No, you, you have to make, you, pe- you have to either you suffer for the next hour thinking about how stupid you are in your pants right. and how am I going to get out of the car seat? And, you know, I only brought one other pair of pants for the weekend. And what am I going to do? And if anyone sees me when I get out of the car, it looks like I, you know, what happened? But you have a chocolate, you kind of have to make peace in order to keep driving for the next hour. You're not going to be frustrated for the next hour. And you still have the chocolate bar in your hand. Yeah, I'll keep eating it. So you just keep eating it. Tra- I'll just totally. Keep going. Yeah, just I'll keep just going. go. I'll just. Yeah. That's the logical step. I mean, it's maybe, like, yeah, maybe I, I would even like. I would go like, okay, let's eat this chocolate and enjoy the rest of it, ignoring the situation that just happened. That is just if happening, more even, and I'll deal more with even it falls later. On the pants, that's fine too. Even I've broken the ice. Yeah, I've broken the ice. If more even gets on the pants, I'm not getting. I might even be more happy okay. because I have like. I'm free again. I'm like, you know, I'm like, uh, that's it. I have no cares. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's what it felt like. That's what being. Wait, like, wait. What like, felt like that? That's what walking down the street was like. It's like, what am I going to do? <laughs> I should enjoy it anyway. I'm here. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to go into that coffee shop where all those people are. I did walk mm-hmm. in. I, I walked out because I was going to a meeting, but I wanted, what's going on here? 
Like everyone's going in there. Everyone's hanging, sitting outside, having such a good time. You're like, yeah, but is it, what, is this whole thing falling apart? Like what's going on? I don't understand what's happening. But, so, like, but everyone on the outside seemed not, normal, but maybe on the normal. inside they were having the same things I don't know. that you were I, going through. I don't so, know what they were going so through. So possibly on the inside, a lot of people today are feeling like that chocolate already hit my pants, but in you the know, car seat. And, and in the car, seat. it's in the and the car seat, and it's it's all that's where it's going. <laughs> that's where there's that, still some pleasure in my hand that yeah. I can eat right now, and yeah, exactly. And that's and that could be characteristic not just of New York, but uh, a lot of areas of human engagement and and any human activity today in the world are like that. <laughs> no, hold on there's a, there's a very there's visceral a, there's, example there's a there's a difference though because some places like for example pakistan a few weeks ago and florida last night i think there's like a couple million people who were just flooded by the storm like once that happens mm-hmm. like right there's no chance to eat the chocolate bar like when oh, that, nature, that, that, that's you know, already that you're then you're over that's a but car accident no chocolate yeah. no car nothing yeah right but there's this <laughs> other place where it's like, it's kind of like we're being flooded, but for some reason, it didn't mm. smack me in the face yet, and I'm still able to carry on. That's, that's good. That's what I'm talking that, about. That, that's a good. Okay, now that's now I can I think I can really relate to the metaphor emotionally because I, I do think that a lot of us all over the world feel somewhat in some way that you know the chocolate already stained the car seat and we're we're like we still have a ride and you know let's try to enjoy what we can but something's you know something's going down it's bad um and and we feel it in many areas of our life what's and, the uh you know, shawl told me this uh, expression that the polish jews have it's like oh, how you doing it's like could be worse and Probably will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well. All right. <clears throat> There's this that is... John Mayer song. You like John Mayer stuff? You like? Are you a John uh, Mayer? I get into. I never got really into. Never him. got into him. He had this song called "Something's Missing," and he's like, "Something missing," and then he'd go like, "Money check," and he'd be like, "You know, car check, wallet check." And just go through the and? list and you're like, why am I, what's missing? Yeah. Oh. Nice one, John Mayer. Yeah. Um, okay. okay, guys. So from melting chocolates in, in, on car seats to... Uh, terrible, terrible. To, to other problems in the world that um, have a, a similar effect, uh, obviously worse. Um, there is a letter or an article, it's kind of an letter to humanity or an article that was uh, written by uh, the son of Carl Sagan. Um, I wasn't familiar with, uh, you know, who Carl Sagan's son is, but apparently he has a son. His name is Samuel or Sam. And together with uh, with another person named Andruin, uh, let me tell you what they are. Wait a second. So, so Sam Sagan is the son of Carl Sagan, and he's a, a writer and producer for television these days. I think he's also... Uh, involved in the the new edition of Cosmos, which is you know, uh, there's a new edition. I didn't even there know is that. With, with Neil deGrasse nice. Tyson. Yeah, I oh, think I there were, there, no there was like two seasons of that. Yeah, 
idea. Yeah, it's not bad. Okay. I, I, wa- I watched a few episodes. Not bad. I mean, it's uh, science. Cool, you know, basic science. Um, and uh, so together with, uh, with Andrewian, who is a... Um, um, she serves as the creative director of NASA's Voyager Instel- Interstellar Message. Uh, she's also a writer, director, producer. Anyway, they wrote together a a letter slash article um, that is kind of an kind of an, a call for something. Uh, it's titled on futurism.com the Human Family in Crisis. Let me let me and let me just read to you. A couple of uh, paragraphs um, to you and to all our viewers and listeners. Uh, so this is titled "The Human Family in Crisis," and there's a subtitle here that goes like this: "There's a pervasive and growing feeling that the human enterprise that Madison is, Avenue is <laughs> is in a death spiral." So. Um, Let's read a couple of paragraphs of that, just just the exposition here. And let's just read and then, then see, yeah. see where we take it. So it goes like this. Across the political spectrum, there is a pervasive and growing feeling that the human enterprise is in a death spiral. It's 113 degrees in Phoenix, Arizona, no surprise there, but also in Medford, Oregon. Microplastics have been found in remote Arctic plateaus, the depths of the ocean, trenches, and in the placenta of the newborn. Even the raindrops and snowflakes are full of poison. An aging tyrant has made a desperate play to expand his borders, plunging the global economy into chaos as he hints at nuclear holocaust. Meanwhile, a handful of oligarchs dream of fleeing this planet for the stars as if Earth was some disposable stepping stone for their adventures. Here at home, unscrupulous ideologies deprive women of their right to health care. A free and fair election has come to close to being overturned. We can't even agree on the virtue of keeping insurgents off the Senate floor. Not since the Civil War has our democracy seemed so fragile. The left points to our unsustainable carbon emissions, rapidly deteriorating environment, and the widening gap between the billionaires and the rest of us. The right points to the overreach of government on health, worship, speech, and education. They lament the decline of cherished institutions such as the traditional family and other ancient trusted social norms. Young and old struggle with a pandemic of fatalism, a feeling that we have no future. An extraterrestrial anthropologist, scrawling through Gen Z's Instagram memes, or watching the dystopias of popular fiction, might reasonably conclude we are a moribund species. And moribund means dying, right? We are like bound for like death. Like bound for death. I, yeah. Mm. So, what do you make of that? That's, uh, that hits hard, doesn't it? I mean, it, it's different than it, hearing a, like a scientist write it. You know, it's not like science. It's in a language that. Yeah. It has a lot of emotion behind it. Yeah, he doesn't, he's not just talking, not lamenting from the left side. I mean, although he did, you know, kind of have a little bit. Yeah, of a maybe position, a little but, bit, a little bit. Yeah, I think but, so. But that's probably just because of how he grew up and, and things like that. But uh, he, it seems like he really made an effort to not be from one side or the other, but just to show that it's really a bad situation if you just try and objectively s- look at what's going on 
in the news or what's going on around the world. We're in a bad situation. And he gave, uh, they actually, they, he and, and Druin wrote it together. So they, they, they gave very quickly, they ran through a bunch of many big, big things that are happening in the world. But even without getting into the details of those things, I think they captured something more than that. I think they captured a feeling that a lot of people have. I don't know if people call it death spiral. I don't know if people, you know, are even thinking about what an alien would, you know, how an alien would look at our uh, civilization at the moment. But there is a feeling of where is this world going? Lack of direction. Concern, Concern uncertainty. Yeah, it's, it's like, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. It's like, it's already, it's kind of like something that maybe uh doesn't ever leave us but we're kind of like getting used to it you know we all get used to something you know even the even if you're a i don't know a soldier in ukraine you're getting used to the war over there already or even a civilian somewhere mm. stuck in, in inside the you're getting used to it doesn't mean that the situation's any different and so we're sitting maybe in this situation that that's kind of new that, that just came out with the pfcs or whatever it is where the it's now everywhere. It's in the rainwater. Like we, I think we even did a show about. Oh, that. I think new. yeah, they mentioned it in one sentence. But there is real research these days coming up showing yeah. that rain has become toxic, and it's a think, global you phenomenon. One show that it's a global Sof, phenomenon. I think you said in one show that every year a person eats a credit card's worth of uh, pla- microplastics. Of microplastics. Yeah, that's every, every week. Every week, not every year. Every you week. Year? Every week. <laughs> this must be, listen, the, nature must have a plan to, to be uh, yeah. upgrading us. L- look, if I, <laughs> if uh, upgrading our credit, uh, our credit <laughs> framework, <laughs> how do you call it? Um, look, I, I, I looked at this text a couple of times um, before today, um, since Monday when, when this was sent to me. And... Um, Besides being, you know, it's very well written and everything, they're listing everything they're listing here as issues. It's literally big things that are worsening, that are getting worse at the same time. And this is very unprecedented. We were never, as a global society, I don't think that the the human family indeed was ever you know, under that kind of pressure. It's a very specific, it's not a specific war between empires. It's not, it's many global things. The climate crisis is getting worse. Nuclear threat, 2022, you thought, you know, things will be better and more safe. The world will be safer the more we we advance. No, that's right. COVID came and then it's like we could have come out of COVID, but instead of COVID ending, we're like going into a financial freefall and possible nuclear war. There you go. Economic disparity. That's another huge thing. The gap, the widening gap between the rich and the poor, the haves and the have nots and so on. It's it's growing to to, to extremes, to extremes. The, The numbers that you see today, like, you know, how many people hold how much wealth and all that. It's it's just becoming a very, very crazy uh imbalance political distrust obviously worsening you know just distrust in the in the lack of trust in the media and information and you know all your sources of information also worsening social polarization how people you know from the 
you know, from different sides of the political spectrum feel about each other. Bill Gates just just said that he, I don't know where he's getting his information from, who he's listening to or whatever, but he said there will be a civil war. Wow. And he gave a couple Bill, of examples why. He I'm said saying wow be because it war. it is a big yeah. thing for him to say such a for him to say it yeah Yeah. i mean just imagine first of all you just said the the polarization just imagine you're going to the cup to the uh voter where do you go to vote what are those places that you call you go to a a voting state no but the place you go to you have to go Ah, right okay okay yeah look at the the place where you go to cast your ballot whatever yeah yeah so um, imagine that so you're coming with all this tension you see the other party there the other side there Maybe there's some kind of riff, some kind of thing. Somebody catches on video, someone punching somebody. Maybe even someone gets killed, God forbid, something like right. that. And it just, it just spreads. I, during the, I'm talking specifically wow. about the election. Just mm. so much so much tension and wow. they're meeting each other there. Think about what's happening what, on what's Facebook. What's crazy you, is you, yeah, it, sounds like, life. it sounds like such a realistic scenario. When you just described it now, I'm yeah. like, that can totally yeah. happen. I totally see this happening. Easily. Let me show yes. you, guys, let me show you a phenomenon that's happening uh, all over the place in New York. Now, by the way, I'll, I'm going to also, you know, I'm going to show you some pictures. Um, well, I'm not going to show you a picture of that. It'll take too long. But I'm going to show you something. When, when I was in uh, New York that same day, I went into the pharmacy. You can't access anything in the pharmacy anymore. Everything is behind clear um, What do you mean, like doors. CVS or Walgreens or something? Is Dwayne Reed. Yeah, exactly. Same thing. You want toothpaste. You want dental floss. You want eye drops. You want... Uh, uh, something for your headache, you want shampoo, you want razor blades. Everything is now behind a thing. There's buttons on every aisle. You push a button and someone comes over and unlocks the thing so you can get your items because this is happening all over the place. Uh, hold on, unshare just a second. So you're I saying the it's... products on the shelves are locked. They're, they're like in cages of, of some sort. Which wasn't the case. Same before. products are there. There's a door, a clear door over everything now. Uh huh. Have you I seen like this? plexiglass, kind of. Yeah, we see it. Can you make it bigger? What? Is that in a store? Ah, so this is a store in Philadelphia, where like a convenience store with sandwiches and potato chips and. This person here. Oh, is it's getting woman, messy. It's getting really messy there. There's, there's now people in there, uh, just looting. They just come in and just take stuff. Can, can, you, can, you, can you make everywhere. it full screen? I think I can't uh, make it full screen. You can't see it though. We, I, we see it. It's kind of small, but I think we see it. Anyway, basically, the they just destroyed wow, the inside. They basically, the, ki- the kids the or the people come in. They do this. They take whatever they want up. But, but, um, so this is a this, phenomenon now. This yeah, is not like an in, same. It's not a, a, no, it's an individual it was, it event. It happens at jewelry is, stores. It happens at clothing stores. It happens, look at this. The thing here, though, is now what's happening. Look at the age of the, the kids coming in, and they're smiling. So it's not like it's like um, it's it's mm. fun. They're young. The youngest person who came in was ten years old. Oh no! So, so it's so look, it's just it's it's like a chill. It's like a social activity now. So what what's happening is that. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. Um, what's happening is that the, the society is just the, the things that would hold it together are coming apart. So when Chris is saying that you would, could, you would go and people would be against each other, there's just feelings that people feel like I can go into the store and just take what I want. Mm-hmm. 
And when you go with 50 people, there's like right. power behind that. Now, if someone tried to stop that, it would, it could lead to violence. So it's not even based on where, where before it seemed like it was based on some kind of, um, it's probably why there's so much hatred towards uh, Donald Trump. Because when you have, when you have like a Hitler, when you have a person, you know, like World War Two. There, there's like no. a, there's a there's a target to to direct yeah. all, all your. You can yeah. have something right here. But it's like really, what are you all, blaming? All yeah. of those things that you read in that letter, it's like not one person, it's everyone. That's what like, where, where I was is, going exactly, and I think they, they captured it here very well. This is why it's not a call again. And when you when you put all those, I'm sure they have a political view. Okay, and it's probably even if you look clearly into the text, you'll even find it there. But when you put all of those threats, the climate crisis, the nuclear threat, the economic disparity, political distrust, the social polarization, everyone's getting unhappier and and depressed and and mental illness is spreading, you know, ADHD is growing, you know, it's like when you put all of that. Crime crime becomes like a social activity. Like it's it's not just that I'm depressed even. It's like everything Mm -hmm. is becoming. The norms, exactly. So when when you... (laughs) When you put all of these together, clearly, this is not the fault of this politician or that politician. The whole system's not working. Everything mm. is, is, is shaky. The whole foundation of modern society is reaching. It, it's as if it passed some golden age where everything was just going up and now it's going down. It is you going a, you, in you some downward on spiral the, on the tree for too long. It'll rot. Yeah, it'll rot. Exactly. It has a peak, and then it just gets bad after that. And and that makes. And once you're open to that, once you're open to the idea that that it's not this or that person, this or that party, this or that ideology, but society is going through something as a whole, and it's a very global issue. Now you're open to to looking at it from a different perspective. So so here is what I I'd like to do, guys. They they they. Uh, if we go back to the article, what you wanted to to throw something in before? I just want to say that when I talk to someone about like we should all love each other, or that that there oh, should be peace among went, all of went these. Very fast. Very uh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can hold it. It's just, it's like the obvious elephant in the room. What is? That you're mocked and laughed at. Just totally disregarded when you... If you bring up the need for world peace? Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, good idea. We should, yeah, we definitely should have world peace. Okay. Yeah. Well, they certainly didn't mention it in the in the article. I don't um, even think they mentioned any solution the, or anything. No, but towards the end, it's laughable. The, you almost like it's like you're looking at the, your pants, you're looking at the chocolate on your pants and the car seat, and you're like, <laughs> "World peace!" And you just like take another bite of the chocolate. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I only got twenty years left of yeah. it anyway. Might as well just <laughs> yeah. Might as well just yeah. enjoy it. Cause okay. What am I going to do about all this? Let's revisit this this question in a bit. That's a, we, we we can we can get to it from another perspective to uh, okay. to add some more shed more more light into it. What do you say? All right, let's um. So Take me on your journey. Okay, so here's what I wanted to do. They, they uh, after this introduction, which you know they captured something here uh, that is really the the zeitgeist, the the spirit of the time, um, and then they ask a question or three questions. 
Is it wishful thinking to imagine a future that can be redeemed? Pretty much what you, what you were bringing up, Seth. It's pretty much the same, same question. Is it just wishful thinking to imagine a future that can be redeemed? Is it all too overwhelming? Has human dysfunction metastasized beyond our powers to cure? That is, I think these are worthy questions, first of all. So let, let's do it. Let's, let's go there to where you, you were actually wanting to go. Let's answer the question. Is it wishful thinking to imagine a future that can be redeemed? When you look at all that's happening and then, you know, and then you want to think about a better future, how do you even go about that? Right? Is, is it not just... Well, if you want to... Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. If you want to look, if you want to look at... If, okay, so let's say that... If I'm if I'm going to see a future that's been redeemed, I'm looking at the, the current situation. I say, what would make it better? Okay, well, the water is clean, uh, people are educated, and mm-hmm. everyone has money. That's what I see. But then the, the obvious questions are, how do you get there? So if you're thinking, if you're asking the question, is it possible to be redeemed? Because uh, because yeah, you do want to get there, but the road to get there seems impossible. So that's when you're mm-hmm. ask, that's when you say, no, I don't really see a possible way to use the means that we have right now to fix every single problem, to go along the list, check all the little boxes along the list. We did this, we fixed that, we fixed that. That seems impossible, yeah. So why is it, so this takes us back to Seth's point. Let's take it another step forward. Why is it so impossible for us? Why why does it seem so far-fetched to even suggest human beings getting along across the planet? It I seems... have an easy answer for that. Okay. I have an easy answer for that. Okay, ask the question again. Why is it so far-fetched to even suggest that human beings globally can learn to get along or can just start getting along or, you know, just organize, okay, good, get our good. act I'll together, organize the planet, stop polluting, have... give everyone what they need. No, no, even, even when you have a good idea and you reset yourself, you go out into the day... And inevitably, you have to deal with work. Then you didn't, you know, you 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 were going to pick up the birthday present for your wife, and everything was going to be great. But then there was an accident on the highway, and you couldn't get the gift. And now you're going to be late to the dinner. Like, it's just inevitably in our, I'm going to call it animal existence, because as Kabbalists we understand that there's some other dimension that we are yet to get to. But in this be animal existence that we're all living, meaning in our bodies, waking up, having to eat, having to work, there's inevitably pressures on all of us all the time. And everyone is like a needs to survive. So we can't take care of everyone else because we have to take care of ourselves in order to survive. So there's 8 billion people trying to survive at the expense of everyone else or trying to survive for themselves. Mm. It is impossible then the system to feel harmonious okay so i so need f- to get home to my wife's birthday you need to get home to yours chris needs to get home to his and we're all on the highway at the same time and then all after running late that, then maybe we can start thinking about so who's yeah, going to go first start thinking about it maybe who are we going to let to go first <laughs> yeah. i want you guys to go first if i was calm and i didn't have anywhere to go you could go first so, so but i'm going to be late and you're going to be late right so now we immediately we're, at, we're, we're we're in competition for something that neither of us wanted to be in competition about we just can't help it and it happens about everything all day we're all like that all the time so basically 
So on our, in our world, in our physical, material existence and experience of the world, peace, global peace, world peace, all human beings getting along just sounds like a pipe dream. It sounds like it's on another dimension. So Kabbalistically... On this dimension, it's fa- it, it is a pipe dream. It's impossible. It can't be. So inside of every cell, inside of every cell is a plus force and outside the cell is a minus force. That's just how the system is arranged. Right? Right. But on another talk about but, but from another relation. perspective on a from a deeper perspective, the plus and the minus are complementary. The plus and the minus are actually We didn't get to complementary yet. We're talking about the problem. Hole. The problem is you have two forces that are constantly work you know push you know uh having friction between them having some kind of relationship between them okay and so so how do we answer so we're seeing the friction that's yeah. what we're seeing yeah how do we answer then sam well, what what would be your your answer to sam he's asking is it wishful thinking Sam's, to imagine a future that can be redeemed sam and pretty much everyone else thinks that we're looking at a problem sam and everyone else thinks that we're looking at a world that's out of control Sam and everyone else thinks that all we see is how everyone's exploiting everyone. What they're missing is the eternal perspective of what point we are on the map towards where we're going. And then all of the changes that we're going through, like change, you can count on change. You know, things are, you know, when I was a kid, the father knew best. And, right. The, the you know, only thing we had that's organic food. Change, yeah. There's no chemicals mm-hmm. in our food. Yeah. Everything is constantly changing. We're not going back to the great 50s or the great, you know, whatever it was, you know, when we were anything. Everything is constantly changing. And in those changes, there's constant upheaval. And the problem is really us not, you know, us trying to outsmart what nature's trying to do to us. Nature is trying to develop us in a certain direction. Sam and everyone else needs to kind of rise above Hmm. the situation and see where, how else are we going to get the whole world to become one family? This is how actually nature does it. I would say, I would add to it, that um, a good future is a better future, a peaceful future, is absolutely wishful thinking and nothing more than that. If we are thinking about like, it with without... Yeah, go ahead. What? No, like you mean like it'll happen just by itself? What do you mean? No, no, I'm saying it's wishful it's thinking. Of- I'm saying it's, it's, it's uh, un, un, you know, uh, optimis- optimism that is not based in realism. I'm saying it's, uh, yeah. um, you know, it's, it's unrealistic in short. It's no more than wishful thinking if we, um, if we think about it as us fixing the problem, us fixing the climate, or us fixing the economy, or us putting in more regulations that will prevent the smash and grabs that we're seeing in, 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 in America these days, or, or us coming up with a pill that will make people better control their, their depression. All of those fixes will not solve our problems. But uh, if we want to see a better future, we have to fix ourselves. That's where we, we need to go with, with our thinking about the future, about a better future. Because 
all of those situations that you have right now, whether it's the worsening political crisis or ecological crisis or economic crisis, all of these, or, or depression, all of these have to do with the qualities of connections between human beings. It comes down to how we feel and experience each other and the whole human family. And that's 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 where where uh, what everything hinges on that's where so much, the issue is there's so much yeah. excitement in it because what we are missing completely it's like all of a sudden it's like oh, let's say you have a we are so missing it we are pocket. so yeah you know what it, what it, what an what's a crazy example i just saw just just, just hold your thought the the um nasa just uh, sent uh, uh they they launched a mission to uh the dart. the dart thing yeah yeah so they exploded how, how was it they they sent something to an asteroid and they managed to like um you know, to hit it and smash it or something. The idea is, and they did it. It's like it's now something from the last week or something. And this is like an attempt. This is like NASA showing, look, this is what we'll do in a state of a crisis. If an asteroid comes our way, we can do that. And I'm like, I'm like, that's what I'm saying. That's billions and billions of dollars and time and human <laughs> ingenuity and creative. And I'm like, wow, you know, and Everything is like going to hell here, you know, in on Earth, and I'm like, I'm, that shows you how far we are from looking at the problems head on, at the actual problem, which is ourselves, our attitude to each other, our, our, our you know, uh, our lack of connection to each other, our lack of so concern for each other. Yes. <laughs> there's there's so much uh not, not about nasa's project i'm so excited no we know uh, we know you're not excited about nasa <laughs> there's so much it's like uh you had a million dollars in your pocket but you didn't know about it and you went through a desert mm. and then you went not a desert there's nothing to buy in a desert you i don't know you went through a really really hard time you know, or you had it, it was under a floorboard in your house. And one day you heard some noise, you tried to fix the floor and you found a million dollars. You're like, it's all of a sudden everything that you've been through changes, like all your perspective on anything. It's, mm-hmm. it's all this, this treasure is in our hands. And not only are we talking It's under our noses. And every, let, me, let me show yeah. you something else that, uh, that one of my kids showed me, which is so cool. And the reason I want to show you this is because there's a field, each of us, everything on on, on the planet, everything has a, a field. I don't know if you want to call it a field of energy. Mm-hmm. There's a field around all of us. Yeah, we There's exist thoughts. in a field. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, you, there, you can put it like that. Pass between us. Not yes. only that. When uh, Every, everything that we think lot. about as everything that we think of as individual, individual thoughts, individual desires, individual behaviors. All of it is us fluctuating in a Picking collective from field. Other fields P- exactly. Fields. exactly. And you're, right. there's a domino effect that keeps going on between humans. And we, ex- we, we share each other's norms and behaviors and attitudes and feelings and thoughts and desires. We're in a sea that's constantly, we're just not, you know, it, it's a very funny thing. Okay, okay, just go ahead because I got another uh, tangent in this. <laughs> right. You're going to get again. even more excited after I show you this video. So, Rabash, okay. our teacher's teacher, the most incredible Kabbalist who, who wrote this 
wisdom in, in, in language we can understand explains that when you get together with other with a similar field, the field expands in power. Yes. So you, you can even see it like it in, in a sport, so you can see it with certain kind of athletes who have this kind I, of I, I would even go as far as saying all that Kabbalists did, did really, all that they, they, they discovered, they disclosed, is how to relate to each other in a way that we can make use of the field, the field, the field that's, right. that's Put the between right us. thoughts in the field and that, come together that's so the power it. gets it's, bigger. It's just, they're not doing, it's nothing supernatural, it's nothing mystical, it's just laws of nature between you? us, exactly. Just let's configure our, ourselves in relation to each other in a way that it flows between us differently. That, that's and you're not reinventing anything, you're not creating no. anything new. You don't you're have just to blow anything at up. what's happened already there, and you just use yeah. it yourself. But we just don't know how. We just don't. We're not. We're not seeing it. But let's let me see this example. Okay, so I'm see, excited. So, you're, you're so this is me not. Th yeah, this is awesome. It's not even spiritual, but it's so obvious everywhere. We've seen it with the starling yes. birds. We always share. Yeah, these these fields so, work on every level. It's it's. So check check this out. Check this out. I can okay. make this one full screen. I think. Okay, you see that, right? Yeah, we see that. Gotcha. <laughs> So it's uh, it's <laughs> like uh, <laughs> sympathetic resonance in best basketball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's <laughs> that's so cool if you think about the reactions that people have at the same time because they're influenced but by the same kind of atmosphere, the same environment. They're the same there, situation. yeah, they're kind of like outside of themselves and they're into this, they're in like this more of like a, you could say team spirit, you know, they're all like, they're not really they're, thinking about, they're thinking about the whole kind of moving as a team and not thinking about themselves, right? They, so they're playing snap ball. Snap out of yourself and enter into something else. Yeah, just by playing ball, they're basically putting themselves under a shared influence. But the playing fans, the same yeah, the game. With the fans, the two fans, the fans at the, the same time. time. The coach, the coach. The thing. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, cool. very cool. And a it's very just, cool example. and it's happening all the time around us. Not only that, we're all every day feeling things that we could do and be in that resonance with others, but we don't understand that that's what's happening. Because mm -hmm. we're not, right. we're not, uh, you know, people always ask when we study like Ptiha and the Talmud or Sfirot, they're like, what is spiritual? Why is everything science, science? No, but when you start to kind of organize your thoughts and everything, then as you have all these feelings, you, you that they kind of fit somewhere now and uh, you can start to see the structure. Yeah. Of, and the, the, I'll tell you where it, where it, it meets, meets me really uh, in like a relatable way. There's, um, there's a question that keeps coming back when I'm, you know, when I'm meeting with like uh, people, relatives uh, that know that I'm practicing Kabbalah every day. And some, sometimes in some situations they go like, okay, so 
what so every day you hear something new why do you need to why are you doing this every day like every day right. is there like new how much how yeah. much how much is there to, to how much wisdom is there to to like learn how much more do you need to learn right. and i'm like hours do you no need to that's do that? totally not what we're doing like we're not sitting there filling our brains we're like building a field of connection between us that raises our intentions to a new level you you know it's and that's what we're doing every day we're like creating such a such a feedback loop between us that elevates your the way you see the world the way you sense yourself the way you sense others and nature and everything around you but you can't you can't show that you can't explain that. but wait a second you so know? if you go back to the question that they were asking is it hopeful thinking is it wishful thinking then you look at it again, you say, right. of course, it's wishful thinking to think that it's going to happen like that. Of course, it's not going to happen going through the checklist, like you said, climate, ec- economy, yeah, healthcare. Yeah. You're not going to fix them like that, right? Okay, so yeah, that's impossible. But th- now, let's say that there's some kind of something, right? There's some, do, do we say dimension? There's some dimension, right? That is, that, that is, that if we that, tap that, that, into there it a you little go. bit, if we can Peace. touch it a little bit. Right. Peace sounds so otherworldly because it's literally on another dimension. That's that's basically that is basically the situation. And that's why it's somewhere else. Not just it can, it does, it already is. We're already uh, it's a reality that's already around us, if you will. It's all around us. But we're outside of it. And that's why if you if we're thinking about the future getting better without us changing ourselves moving to another dimension in our thoughts desires intention moving to actually another perception of the world then it's possible otherwise it's just wishful thinking at best hmm. that's that's how i would summarize our response to uh so then so, okay yeah, you want to go you want to take please. another question from yeah okay chris you, you were saying ah you were you were in the middle of something i don't know it's gone now go ahead okay sorry the so the, the next so the next question is uh is it all too overwhelming just everything that's yes. happening is it yeah, I don't know what I would add to that. It's just a yes. I saw there was a there was um about that there was a recent survey, I forgot who put it up, where they said that um they found out that people just stopped watching the news altogether, even if it was uh even if it had nothing to do with them, somehow in a roundabout way, it was adding to their stress, even if it didn't concern them at all, you know, which is kind of interesting because there's no such thing as not concerning me it's somehow affecting me in some way hidden way or another like you know behind mm-hmm. a thousand you know doors but they stopped watching it completely because it felt like they, it was causing you know some kind of negative uh you know anxiety that they would feel even if it was unrelated completely so then they disconnect from the news completely and have no idea what what's going on but for them it's a better it's a better state than uh being knowing what's going on and being and being anxious about it, so they just disconnect from uh, completely from it. It's like the new. So, it's like so, the new. So basically, it's the new the, way of handle handling the world. So the the greater I don't want it the to know about anything. The greater the problem, the less I'm concerning myself with it, basically. Yes. Yeah. Right. And not not intentionally, so, but just that just that if there's a problem, and I know that I, I can't do anything about it, I know there's no way for me to fix the the rainwater. So why am I even going to go 
and like concern myself with that. Okay, Why am I going to add some extra layer? But look at how, again, I agree 100%. And absolutely, when you, when you just list all these problems, it's just too much to take for anyone. Not just for the the average Joe, you know, like for anyone, for anyone, be them, a, whether it's a, sci- a politician, a leader, a world leader, whatever. All of these problems, that is just too much to deal with. This is the beauty of the map that Kabbalists reveal to us, that all of these branches, these problems, they have a, they have a single root. And that root problem is something that we can all do something about. Equally, as crazy as this sounds, it doesn't matter if you're a farmer or a world leader. It doesn't matter if you're a computer uh, dude or a, or a designer or, a, or cleaning the streets or whatever it is you're doing. It doesn't matter. If you're a part of the human network, you have a singular, unique contribution to give to the positivity in the network. And, and you have free choice in the matter. You have some free-willed participation of your intention for the whole system. And that, 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 that's, a, that's a, you know, it, it's such a different approach to all of the challenges that we have. Just going to the root rather than trying to to put band-aids on this and this and this and this and this. It's just a whack-a-mole game that it's, never never stops. Uh, so so I'm wondering here, like, do is the uh, is the solution in the mind or is the solution in the heart? Mm. And it's, it it seems that you know I'm always thinking like, how do we explain this more clear? How do we explain this more clear? You can't just do just the heart, and you obviously mm-hmm. can't do just the mind because then you mm-hmm. don't feel anything, and everyone needs to feel. People need, like, just this kind of basketball video. You need a, a, just enough in the mind, in the understanding that there is a field. You need to give someone enough, because it, otherwise it just seems, you know, there's nothing to hold on to. We need to yes. present through, like, the nature clips you do and, think, and things like of that sort to show that there are fields. And then to show how somehow that we just need to participate in this it's already happening we have to get into it the the emotional part is it's it's completely i mean without without what we're talking about as a solution it's it's impossible it's mm-hmm. totally i mean your question was is it overwhelming yeah i'm completely overwhelmed by this without uh the this what we're studying what we're talking about where are you going to come up with a solution what, to every single right. problem, to food, to climate, to, to, to every single thing? The problems are just escalating at such a rate. The depression is escalating yeah. at such a rate. Suicide. You know what? In, in truth, when, when we, were, we, we talk about it again and again, but I'm seeing that it's, um, it's true that... that um, we have a very different perception of the world and reality. We, we feel everything that's happening, but in a very different way. Because beyond the surface, if I just saw just the headlines, just what you said right now, I really don't understand how people, how people live 
<laughs> how people go through their day and watch the news and don't get like driving crazy York, myself, scared how and is depressed. Everybody not, how is everybody not just freaking out? The only way is to just keep eating the chocolate. Like you have to just right. keep feeding yourself some kind of dopamine hit or some right. kind of whether it, yeah yeah like or more, some kind of some, give me something, something else in the feed. Give me something. just yeah just oh, but throw you can't something blame else. You can't blame. No, I don't. There's no yeah. thought. No, 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 no. You have to go. Where's that other dimension? First of all, don't, I didn't know there's another dimension where peace can right. exist, and, and, and I don't even know how to, where to look for that. So you end up, so from all of humanity, you end up with, it's just those, you know, a few scientists or, you know, like intellectuals or, you know, people that are somehow, what they do in life has to do with looking at the bigger picture. And everyone else, or most people, or a lot of people <laughs> out of right. everyone else is really just trying to not look. Because whenever you look, it's too overwhelming. They're it's trying what, not what to look. Can That's what I I'm do? They're trying not to look. And yeah. culture, even if they look, and human culture. Oh, add, yeah, go ahead. I'll add another layer on it. When you look, one of the knee-jerk reactions, which also prevents us from finding a real solution, is like, it's Putin's fault, you know? Right. And, or it's it's this one's fault. Or what's the girl, the Greta? You know, it's like he's it's just a bad fault. apple. If we get him out, carbon? everything yeah. will be will be okay. Isn't, isn't you know? carbon the stuff that's like in my Pellegrino? Isn't CO two what's in my? Isn't CO two? And isn't the it the basis breathe? the basis of all organisms? By the way, yeah, <laughs> isn't the basis of everything? Car right. So like, what do you mean that's the biggest problem? Maybe you know we're just as soon as we point. As soon as we th are pointing at like a person yeah, or exactly. something like that, then we cut ourselves off yes. from actually being able to find the answer because they and and we're miss and we're misreading reality from a kabbalistic perspective. The moment you separate one thing from another, you're already wrong. It reality is a unity between the observer and everything that is observed and the one force connecting them or in other words in our practice it's me the others and what we call the creator or the governing force of nature and so the moment you separate and say no there's this and there's that this this is whether what we call again this will sound like weird language but this is what we call other gods in the work or like the other side you know, again, practicing uh, idolatry, uh, etc. Exactly. This is what Kabbalists were referring to: is is always seeing, always making an effort. It's an intentional, conscious effort that one needs to do to always see reality as one: all people, all things, all of the still, vegetative, animate, human. All of it is a single reality. There is a single program that connects and binds together all the elements in reality and yourself it just pushed our consciousness out of it so we can consciously go back to it and attain mm, the mind of it that's that's good because you're saying consciously because whenever you say consciously it's not like that means i'm having to put some kind of calories into that action of me doing that work that you're saying for making i automatically I wake up in the morning i'm seeing separate things i'm not seeing one reality where everything's connected i'm seeing that's everything right. That I'm used to seeing, right? That's your instinctive okay, so to immediate. Get to the, yeah, it, that's my instinctive. So yeah. to get to this other thing, to get to let's say the the peace, it's so easy. But the reality where everything is is harmonious and peaceful, and people are considering each other. If I want to get to that, what kind of 
what kind only of, what a change kind of energy of am, I, am I using? What kind of calories am I burning? Your heart, your mind, that's all that nature wants from us, our attention, our intention. This is the funniest thing. Also, we're, we're going to see. Look, all of those problems that we listed, there is no actual problem. The problem is that we're polluting the planet. It's not that the, pro the climate is in crisis. It's not that the, 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 the world is polluted. Earth is dying. We are killing it. You know what I mean? Like this, <laughs> the same thing with like, you know, political distrust. We don't trust each other. We can't trust each other. We don't trust our leaders. We don't trust our media and so on. The, the, the issues are about how we relate to reality, to each other as parts of the same reality. That's where the problem lies. It's on the human level. It's on the level of relating to each uh, other and to all of nature. Because if, if and, I saw that it was uh, that I was somehow stabbing myself by you know p p pouring some whatever chemical into the ocean, I obviously wouldn't you wouldn't do, do it. it. Of course, and and that's what exactly what we're not seeing. I think it's going to become more and more evident, but though, because nature's helping us with making us globally interdependent. Like even now, you know, these nuclear threats that we're seeing now, hopefully we'll understand it sooner than later, uh, meaning before some nuke explodes somewhere, that that's not going to work for no, for no one, not in the long run. Uh, you know, you drop a nuke on, on someone, immediately that affects the world economy. Immediately that affects all kinds of other threads connected to you back again. The, that's where, well, the, what the world has become. One global interdependent super organism. Uh, and it's governed by, by, this, by one program. And so we have to feel that. We have to perceive that. We have to consciously move pursue to it. that reality and actually consciously but, pursue it. But actually, it, yeah. all we need to do is kind of, quote-unquote, go to the basketball game. Because when we're together with a little <laughs> bit of knowledge, okay, nice. the <laughs> action happens by itself when we're included. You know, if you want to go surfing, right? You're only surfing on the waves that are there. And everyone else is only surfing on the waves that's there. Nobody's making their own wave. Nobody's going to do something with physics, you know, with the laws of physics that you can't do on a wave. You're going to do, you know, and when the waves stop, when the tide goes out or whatever happens, then the surfers go get a sandwich or go hang out and talk. Like you're, everyone comes to the basketball game. You're in the flow with everyone. You're doing the thing. So we need a small amount of knowledge to understand how it works. We need a small amount of knowledge to understand what we need to do when we get together how to kind of perceive it together, what is the structure here, and then it's fun and comfortable because we all feel good together because it's happening. We feel better than we ever felt before. We actually feel alive. We feel purpose. We feel like we're living for something, and we see around us that everybody else is too, and it's contagious, and our emotions start multiplying because it's one thing. You know, you hear something funny. What's the first thing you want to do? You want to tell someone else. Like, who can I tell this joke to, you know? And it starts to multiply, and mm. it's, it's really... It's not complicated. And we make it complicated. We, um, yeah, it's 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 a par it's a paradoxical thing, though. Yeah, it's so simple that it's complicated. <laughs> For us, it's complicated. The uh, guys, we gotta conclude here in a, in a minute, right? The let's do a last exercise here. There's a, a another last question that that they write. 
um, at the very end of the article. So again, the, you know, most of it... Uh, by the way, you can go... Uh, someone was asking on the chat. I put I, the link. I yeah, put uh, okay. So you put the link there? Okay. So, um, yeah. And if you go futurism.com and look for it, you'll, you'll probably find it. So, um, um, so at the very end of the article, they still come down to second to last sentence, this question. Let's try to answer it as a in a summarized way, one sentence or something like that from each of us. What will it take for us to unite in defense of the home we all share? Mm. <laughs> to feel that it's to feel that it's it's a home that we all share <laughs> mm. instead of just my home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, either, either suffering from behind, you know, a nuclear holocaust would would hopefully people would realize that's not a good thing that we want to happen, or a compelling future. Mm-hmm. So I think we have to uh, be able to talk about how good a compel you know about some kind of compelling future that is possible for us and designed for us and we are designed for it hmm. it's more than a sentence but it's uh i find value in it uh yeah i don't have more to add it's either great suffering or great education or some mix between the both and hopefully more on the education side let's really right hope then. that we yeah. uh, because we can see that it's possible for us to move if we really have like a fire on our butt that's but I, let's really hope that it, it doesn't that it doesn't get to that to that point to where we feel yeah. really a lot of pain and, and suffering and then we're ready to move let's hope that we don't take that route all right i have a concluding uh, few words for everyone who's watching us uh, every every moment that we dedicate together to raising the importance of feeling our connection to each other, raising the importance of climbing up to a higher reality where we're all one, of strengthening that muscle of intention for hoping for the best for all of mankind and for everyone around us and for all of reality. Every moment we do that and it's that moment saves a lot of suffering because it prevents all kinds of influences in the world from materializing to push us to that realization. Instead of that, instead of those pushing forces, we're spreading positive forces that pull humanity to that inevitable future of connection between us. So I want to thank all our viewers for being with us, making that effort. Moment here, a moment there, everything counts. Kabbalists call it putting your sesame seed on the scale. Every moment you have an opportunity to put another sesame on the scale and they add up. They add up and that's what really changes the world. That's what shifts the world to the scale of merit. If we keep doing it together, we got a lot of work to do. So um, thank you everyone for being with us. Bye everyone. Thursday, Good luck to us all. 2 p.m. Eastern next week. Bye-bye. Beyond the border there's a song that plays And in our hands we have a choice that waits